too would like to start blaming the parents early, thank Teenagers scare all living shit out of me. What the fuck? No, she just likes digging holes. Yeah, riddle me that, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to Unethical Podcast. cookies now i'm gonna make cookies tonight bye gaby scooch and gooch okay. let's go bye gabe i'll miss bye, you Dennis. bye the rest of you can get fucked before i celeste <laughs> uh, i am his best friend and i've earned it <laughs> so celeste says she doesn't like cases involving children right that is true and Bo says she doesn't like cases that are very descriptive <laughs> So what so, I have for you today is a descriptive child case. Yeah, it's two for three. So Sarah, hello, welcome back. Um, uh, hi. What bothers you? What kind of a, what type of case bothers you the worst? Oh, uh, I'm definitely one of those people that can listen to descriptive child murders all day long. But the minute you bring in a dog, I'm done. Like that's that's animals are where I draw the line. Like I don't have kids, so I think it's easier for me to listen to kid cases. You know, uh, I'm not a mom yet. So I, I think if I ever become a mom, that'll probably change. and I'll probably have an issue with child cases. Um, but for right yeah, now it's just the thing. animals that do it for me I, I only have furry babies so i look at my own little fur balls and i'm like oh. i've never been more sexually attracted to anyone in my life than i am <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get ruined damn it <laughs> no my dear sorry hang on i'll do this really quick kids are we talking about kids let me get my pencils <laughs> It touched my vagina. What? Is is Richard here? Don't mind my rat claws. Uh, Is Richard here? I can't believe it. I thought he said he couldn't make it. Yeah, guys. Sorry, I was supposed to have a show, but, you know, lockdown in Ontario and my my premiere does crack cocaine. (laughs) All day or day. It's perfect. I've never so that might be the ex premiere. I'm not. I'm not actually sure. Anyway. I'm so high. I've had. I'm so high. <laughs> okay, this isn't working. You're welcome, Patreon. I was Richard for a sec. Okay. <laughs> oh, Celeste is back. Hey, you're welcome. you're welcome, universe. Oh my God, Celeste, did you just see Richard? He was just here. Yeah, yeah you was he? Him. You just missed him. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't available. He was talking about go- his premiere and crack cocaine and. Being high and then just like, and now he's just gonna go uh, do funny shit. That's so Richard. Uh, yeah, he vanished Richard. and you're back. Only Richard. Oh, no, Richard. Only Richard could. Only Richard could be like that. Classic. All right, so I'm uh, gonna highly disturb two out of three on this one because there's no animal killings, but there's some weird things with animals. But we'll get there. I can handle a little bestiality. It'll be okay. It's not. It, well, you, 
It doesn't get that weird. Is that on your is that on your eHarmony profile? Can handle a little <laughs> <bestiality>. <laughs> No, no, no. No, no. Like- Minimal bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to be a m- minimal bit of bestiality. I draw the 20, line of horses. 2080. Most definitely draw the line on horses. Well, I think you're the problem, Tally. We're ready to go. Here. <laughs> Tally, you're the problem here. Not me who's talked literal shit for close to 50 minutes. Anyway, keep going. I wasn't even here. Blame Richard. Yeah, Richard. Oh, yeah, was Richard was a problem. I got to say the N-word quickly. I got to say no. Oh, my God. You have to have that racist three seconds. I got him. Fuck the translucence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Celeste, did you just hear what Richard had to say? I Richard just called away on urgent business. What did he say? He said, "Fuck the translucence." He Can said you believe the N word, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. How fuck the translucence is the N word? <laughs> When you said I'm going to say the N word, I was like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> <laughs> "This is the moment they get cancelled." <laughs> Hashtag. I'm very disappointed in Richard again. Let's continue, please. I'm sorry for his lack of professionalism. Well, there may be a translucent in this story too. We 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 have we don't know yet. We have barely started. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> So nearing dusk on October 21st, 2009, a worried mother awaited in her Missouri home for the arrival of her nine-year-old daughter named Elizabeth Olton, who had gone to play with a neighbor girl down the road. Patricia knew her daughter wouldn't stay out past dark because she was a good kid and followed all the rules. She was a shy girl. Her favorite color was pink and she loved cats and playing dress up. Elizabeth was also afraid of the dark. There were patches of thick woodlands between neighboring houses in the city of St. Martin's, Missouri. Plus it was autumn. So the leaves had fallen and the skies were a constant ash and gray that darkened much faster this time of year. So it would have made a nice setting for a Halloween movie. So there was no way a nine-year-old girl, especially Elizabeth being like the girly girl that she was, would be out in the woods past dark by herself. Not by choice, anyway. Freak. I feel like I'm there. Your accent, honestly, I thought you said, especially for a young girl, like the lesbian. Because it's not Elizabeth. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Cool. Anyway, continue. It's true. Lesbians are afraid of the dark. All no, of them. Dick. Dick. Not dark. So it's 2009 <laughs> and she's not. She said the same fucking thing. <laughs> The same word, no matter how I say it, right? It's she's saying the same fucking thing. I'm confused and scared and aroused. Let's keep going. Word bra. We're talking about kids. What the fuck is wrong with you, Bo? <laughs> so it's 2009 and she's nine years old, correct? That's what that's what you said. Yep. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. okay. Not ready. Heal well. So I don't know. I would be out in the woods in the dark when I was nine, but I I like trees, so that's different. Nine, nine puts you at what grade, like school wise? Um, I think grade four. Four? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fourth grade, I was definitely like hanging out with my friends in the woods, you know, like I was biking, just taking my bicycle to school. And we had ghosts in the graveyard. That was fun. I mean, I also, I guess, lived on a military installation. So maybe like my perception of things is different. <laughs> but oh, man, I mean, I was so doing cool. those things. We're going to 
loop back to that. I don't want to derail. Ta- uh, we did a whole episode on it. It'll be on it- Patreon later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So this was around 6 p.m. that her uh, daughter was supposed to arrive home. And by seven o'clock that evening, Patricia had reported her daughter missing and a massive, massive search had begun within a parameter of her home. Unfortunately, evil lurks in all places, places we usually least expect. In this case, it was living just four houses down from the girl. And just like so many cases like this one, by the time the phone call was even placed to police, it was already too late for Elizabeth. Holy shit! Is the story over? Nothing happened! <laughs> you just I've gathered you all here today to tell you about how a little girl died, and that is all good night. <laughs> Finn! I didn't want to shock you guys or anything, so I had to start with that. Now I'll tell you what happened. So the initial ground search was difficult from the jump because she disappeared at night, hindering a full search with choppers and the FBI until the following day. Later in the afternoon, it began downpouring, which caused more strain on search and rescue teams. Elizabeth did have a cell phone and that was pinging in the woods in the area. But the weather conditions made ground search extremely difficult and the air search was pretty much impossible due to low visibility. Dave Winnegar volunteer firefighter described the terrain as he rocky. said the n-word <laughs> come on telly far out what <laughs> she's so confused so dave he's a volunteer firefighter described the terrain as rocky hilly with lots of fallen brush and lush trees with many layers of leaves covering the ground which only got worse the more the weather persisted The cell phone battery died Thursday morning, no longer pinging for a location. How many days was that? At one. This nine-year-old girl had a cell phone? Yeah. iPhone? Because it was only one day. Were iPhones like a thing? Yeah, they were a thing in 2009. (laughs) So, I mean, it's it's thunderstorming. Is that the deal with the weather? Yeah, heavy rains and storms. Okay. Okay. And Missouri. So it's like thick with trees. Right. It's miserable. There's some flooding because it's all fucking flat. Oh my god. God damn it, Bo. You're always causing ruckus. Deal with all this. Yeah, that's coming from the guy that said the N-word not two minutes ago. Okay, (laughs) are you just gonna let me his name is Dave Winnegar? Oh okay. I was like, are we are are you gonna repeat yourself? Like (laughs) I didn't name the fella. Okay. You should blame his you should blame his father's father's father father you need to cut this out celeste from the actual one but someone turned around and i didn't know it was a racist term i said because we we call our kids monkeys like it's just like it's a it's a monkey our child is a monkey then we call it a monkey and i said something and someone turned around and goes you can't call him a monkey that's racist and then someone else popped around and goes only if you put porch in front of it and i was like what apparently and I'm only saying this because I was becoming educated by it because I went down the rabbit hole. But apparently the term porch monkey is a racist term. Hey, Siri. <laughs> what is a porch monkey? Oh, dear. I can't hear her. Um, and then that's how I learned how it was a racist term. It, something it came to- from them hanging out on their porch, on their like front porches once segregation ended. Wasn't it to do with when they were in the cotton fields? Uh-huh. But it definitely has to do with them hanging out on their porches. 
All that all that dictionary is telling uh, me is that it is a racial slur that characterizes black people as lazy and unintelligent. Oh, monkeys are like not only super smart, but also like extremely active. And you find them in trees, not porches. Like a and they're very intelligent. Potato. Patrons, please don't leave. I'm sorry. Okay, so the gut feeling in Patricia's stomach grew immensely with each passing minute. She knew something was terribly wrong and only a matter of time would tell, considering they lived in a city with a population of just over a thousand residents. So everyone knew everything about everyone. Sooner or later, she hoped someone would start talking. While search efforts were being arranged and deployed, detectives got to work interviewing friends and relatives of the family of Elizabeth Olton. It was discovered that she was last seen visiting a friend, Emma, who lived about a quarter mile down a stretch of highway. The first thought detectives had was that Elizabeth was abducted by a stranger on that long stretch of highway. So not only was she like alone out nine years old, not a huge deal, but she was alone out walking along a highway. Yeah. How close was this highway to her neighborhood? Where were her parents? (laughs) I too would like to start blaming the parents early. Thank you. Yeah, I would like to start blaming parents if it was a highway neighborhood. So there wasn't like a whole lot of like houses in the area. Right, which would lead me to believe that the highway is not that close. I mean, the highway is pretty close. Which would Uh, lead me to believe that any vehicle could pull over, pull a small child into their vehicle, and there would be no witnesses. Yeah, along a highway. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth's driveway was off the highway so you would just oh, like shit. turn off the highway and then you'd be in their driveway and then her friend emma lived like down another driveway that was really long that was where that quarter mile comes from so it was just a little bit down the highway and then it was just another long driveway right next to okay. it okay yeah if that makes any sense it a does quarter of have- a mile isn't very lo- isn't very <laughs> far there's quite a few of those out here where I'm at, so I can I can picture that. It could be really easy to just like drive by a snatch. Really easy to disappear, you know. And considering it's a highway, probably like transient people too. Uh, so her friend Emma was only six years old, and she had two older half brothers around ages eleven and twelve and an older half-sister, age 15. These four siblings moved to Missouri from California with their grandparents due to their mother having abandoned them to chase an avid drug addiction. The children's father is still in prison, serving a 10-year sentence for first-degree assault. So the grandparents decided it best to move the kids with them to a small farmstead in Missouri around the time Emma turned one. Well, at least they had somebody. So Emma said that the night Elizabeth went missing, she just so happened to see her older sister, Alyssa, later that night outside with blood on her pants. When she asked her about it, her sister said that she was on her period and just not to tell anyone about it. So this bit of information made the ears of ourselves, it looks like, and detectives perk up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went through Elizabeth's phone records and discovered that the last call that came through was curiously from Alyssa Bustamante, Emma's older <gasps> sister. What a name. Right? She sounds I know this tough. case. It's not a good one. Fuck. Okay, is there any? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Celeste's reaction just uh, 
man, I, now I don't know about this. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, definitely the 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 blood thing had us all like, what the fuck? You know, mostly I think because we're all women, we all know like that's not right. That's no. Hang on, what did you? I missed. Ju- I got the very last bit of that blood bit. So there was someone telling them to tell them that I had their period and not to say anything. That's all I got. This was Emma's older sister telling Emma because Emma saw her that night with blood on her pants. Why was she telling her to tell her period? Because what else would make sense, you know? Well, I mean, a scraped knee would probably make more sense considering. Yeah, she's nine. Oh, no, this was the 15-year-old sister. Oh, the 15-year-old. Sorry. Yep, gotcha. But she was telling her younger sister that was Elizabeth's age, right? Right. Well, she was six, but yeah. Oh, She's even younger. She's even younger. I've never met a six-year-old who's had their period. Never. Not once. No, 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 no. Alyssa had the blood on her pants. And Emma saw her that night and was like, why do you have blood on your pants? The friend of the missing girl. And her sister was like, don't worry about it. I'm on my period. It's weird that the six-year-old could immediately identify blood. Yeah. But if a teenager is being like, I'm on my period, don't tell anybody about it. I mean, like, I'm on my period is a good enough answer. Like, no, when you're six, when you're six, you're like, what's a period? <laughs> I'm definitely going to go ask my grandma. <laughs> like when he sees a, a tampon or pad note now, he knows, he says, um, are you bleeding? Yes. So he understands the concept of it. I don't know. I feel like generally people are... I don't, I don't know, I don't if, he's, know. if he shows the same, same social construct of you don't talk about it as anybody Well, else. that's what I'm thinking is a lot of people consider that to be very taboo. I'm honestly not sure if Jack knows anything about it, probably because I'm very casual about it. He's never thought it was anything to ask about. But like his favorite thing when he was really little was ripping tampons out of the wrappers. He loved that shit, which was fine because I had to study. So I was like, cool, rip them all out. I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> I have never met anything that defies the law of physics as much as that tiny little plastic wrapper around that tampon because you get one of them and you're like, oh, easy, twist. It's got perforated section. It's got twist to tell you which way to go. But for some reason, that thing defies the law of of physics. And I'm like, oh, trying to get that thing off. Never experienced before in my life. Anyway, continue. What are you talking about? What do you twist? What? What do you guys do with your tampons? Put them in my vagina. You push yeah, them. Yeah, but how? There's like it's a like little. A, it's like we're playing bop it. Stick. Push it. Twist it. Bop it. It really flick is it. ladies' night. She's bringing out her tampons. Do not flick it. Dun, dun, dun. In a second, I'm yelling at tampons. I got my red wings. I got sorry. Oh no. I got my red wings. This is bizarre. So this is not what you guys have. What the fuck? What is the fuck that? is that? What the fuck is that? They like, look like. Tampons. Do you put it in with your finger? What? No, open that. Show us how that works. No. So you put it in with your finger? So it has twist and twist as perforated. Oh, Uh see? Hang on. There you go. And then that comes, well, that comes off. You pull the string out. You pull that off and up she goes. What? They put it up with their finger. No. We have an applicator. Do you guys have an American tampon somewhere? Do you have an American tampon tally? Fuck no, I don't use tampons. Hang I on. need to check my bathroom. Hang on, I'll be right back. Oh wait, no, <laughs> she's got one. She's getting one. <laughs> Are you joking? Like this is very strange. No, I'm we do not put our out. fingers in there during period time. No, 
Don't act like you've never stuck your fingers in your own vagina. No, when I want my brag, no. I have it. Yeah, no. Well, it, when you're pulling it out, it's not like you immediately start like a faucet. It's still not come out that far yet. But you have yet. to put it up. That's the problem that I have is you have to put it up with your finger. You can have a gusher back there. You never know. But I like I have not once. I've not once gone quick, panic, rip out, shove it back in before it starts fucking gushing out everywhere. It's not like you shove it back in and then there's just. Do you have a tampon? Oh, well, lucky you. No, I don't wear tampons. Okay, hang on. I will be right back. Oh, thank God. Nobody wears tampons around here. (laughs) I'm just going to put this here. Women's, girls not. I'm assuming Canadian tampons are going to be similar to American tampons. Yo, that's so weird. I would hate that. Yeah, no, I, that's not. That would not be enjoyable. Do you for even me. do you even like have the option of pads in Australia? Yeah, we have pads, but we also I've we tried. we use period undies, like bloody undies. Yeah, mine's so fucking light that I'm like I don't really feel like risking toxic shock syndrome because <laughs> I don't need to. I'm so. What's this for? Do you know what this is for? Remember? Why the fuck is Boone? You know what? It doesn't matter. We're having a crisis. Boom! Huh? You came in at the wrong time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to apologize in advance right now. Okay. This what? is a North American tampon, okay? You oh, cut the fuck. tampon part that goes up your hoo-ha. Damn it, don't do that. And then you use your finger to just, like, push it in. He's like, bye. <laughs> oh. What happens to that plastic bit, though? It just you, comes out, and you just get rid of it. So you might want to like actually push it so she can see. I did. Oh, you did. I was like, oh God. Does that plastic not hurt? But the plastic, these are compostable. What, the tampons or the plastic bit? This thing, it's compostable plastic. Do you compost it? Yes, we have to. It's Canada. Oh, okay. Um, Americans, do you compost your tampons? No, we throw that shit in the trash can. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god, we can't even hear her. She started yelling so loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Makes me so cross. The reason polar bears are dying is because of all this plastic and crap. Hey, a polar bear ain't my yeah, friend. Yeah, if they're compostable, then when we throw them in the trash and they go in the ocean, then it's fine. They'll disintegrate. Uh, okay, bear. who composts in the ocean? Everyone. I mean, I'm saying trash gets thrown in the ocean. I'm saying worst case scenario. And Trash also gets buried under the ground, so if it's compostable, it'll it'll, it'll decompose. Isn't like I, I don't like your logic, lady. <laughs> you know what? I would kill a thousand polar bears before I stick my finger in my vagina to put a tampon. In yes, there. yes. You make me yes. sick. You I would not. A polar bear, my friend. No, leave me alone. Your, your polar bear doesn't give a shit about your hoo ha. Doesn't give a shit about my friend either. That's why I ate it. Uh. We should care more about the polar bears who has. Yeah, exactly. No, I care about my comfort when I'm on my period and everything is engorged with blood and I'm not. No, nope. All right, look, we're all friends. It's fine. Are you sure? Australia, it is not fine. It is not fine. In Australia, we don't have the same fears of our own hoo-hahs and we wash our hands. So... This is normal over here. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not normal. Over not normal. here. I mean, what would you there. do? Oh, I don't even need to ask that question because you what? don't have guns. I was like, what would you do if you had to like stop a bullet wound from bleeding? 
Just pop that in there with your finger. These are so good for nosebleeds. Do you know that the actual, uh, like, we keep these in um, first aid kits for plugging holes that are bleeding. So good for nosebleeds. Like Straight up. No plastic. Don't need to shove it in. See, if I did that with an American tampon, it would go, like, up my sinuses. Like, I'd shoot a tampon, like, so far up my nasal cavity. It'd be like bottle rockets on 4th of July. Yeah, can you imagine if you put the applicator in there, like, it was, you know, and poof. Furthermore, I feel like that is going to make things harder for people who have reduced mobility. Yes. The applicator is nice and, like, orthopedic or whatever, so that your spine doesn't have to bend all weird. So that you can put it up your vagina. All right. I apologize for bringing us down this road. You know what? It's a talk that had to be had and Richard's always here. How do you even like (laughs) get it up far enough with just your fingers? Like it's got to go up there, man. Yeah. It has to go up there. Uh, How far? How far are your vaginas? How deep are your vaginas? Are American (laughs) and Canadian vaginas far deeper? We need to, it's a study. Do you guys, do you just like put in each other's tampons? Cause that's cheating. But if it does, if it doesn't go up there, then when you pee, then it just like falls out. Like, how do you not like, it it can't just be like hanging there. You gotta go up there. Do you ever try to like put it up your ass or no? No, definitely not. You've never accidentally, you never try to accidentally, no, no, they're two different places. It happens. Are they? I did have a classmate who did that during swimming class. Accidentally, what? She's like, I think this is the wrong hole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so clearly no one believed no one believed this lady because even the six-year-old girl told the investigators that that was weird. So investigators began searching closer to the area around the home of Emma and Alyssa, like her grandparents' house, where they spotted what appeared to be a hole dug in the ground in the woods just outside of the residence. This wasn't just any hole. Oh, no. Sorry, 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 Telly. Telly, before you get to the climax, is someone going to introduce me to... Boone? Hey. Oh, Oh, okay, cool, keep going. Um, This is my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, hey, Boone, I'm Bo. Hi, nice to meet you. Christy's wife. Um, Christy's my wife. I don't think I've ever met Christy either. Yeah. You're... you're right. I came on the, the Sasquatch podcast and Christy left right when I got on. So I didn't get to meet her. Yeah. I, I don't that. think I've met you either. And then we got yeah. Sarah. Oh, who are you? Ding. Yep. Dingus. I'm the Dingus. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hi, Dingus. What are you doing here? <laughs> you just chilling? You're I just invited chilling him. Are you getting involved? I'll be involved. You want me to be involved? Well, I, I mean, I got derailed and I feel like I didn't get to finalize my argument. Terrible, terrible time to enter the conversation. I'm coming back to it. I think we need to do more study and research into the depth of North American vaginas before we continue down this. You factory. would. You would. Any excuse to take a deeper look, right? Any excuse, Bo. <laughs> look, yeah, because vaginas are fantastic. But I'm happy to take the lead on this research. Okay? But I'll get back to you when I've gone and checked out some North American vagina. Oh my god! Hey, okay. I've got an Australian vagina or two to be able to get. I love it. Yeah. Or two. 
or two. Anyway, that, definitely cool. two. I feel like we've I've gotten good. Nice to meet you, Boone. I apologize for everything that's going to come out of my mouth over the next little while. I I actually yeah I'll I'll apologize right now too because I'll I'll probably I already got fucking canceled on TikTok so I'm permanently banned. Wait, like, why? How does that even fucking happen? I don't fucking know. Probably because I'm the fucking asshole. I don't know. We I think I. So they were doing illegal stuff and nothing was illegal. They were just being fussy about yeah. everything. I think I swore too much. If I thought you were trespassing. I don't Who know. Such a large invasion of Hi, privacy. Celeste. How are you? I haven't seen you in a while. Bunny boy. Yeah, it's been a bit. I'm like the only yeah. one you haven't kept in contact with. I'm a little offended. I know. You don't contact me, so why would I contact you? I don't know. That's how all my friendships work. I don't talk to anybody and then they talk to me. Isn't that how it's supposed to go? I'm the same way. I like you. We're both alphas. I get it. I <laughs> <laughs> see you again, bud. You too. You were great on dicks, by the way. I didn't hear any of it, so I he just used me and then didn't show me what the fuck he was doing, so it's cool. And I guess I, I signed <laughs> up for you guys' Patreon. Somehow I got refunded, and then I got to see everything anyways, so I don't know what the cool. fuck happened. Couldn't tell you. But oh. awesome. Yeah, you yeah. were good, though. I like the the landlord. I, I don't know. I was high, so I don't fucking know what the hell was going on. Perfect. So was Richard. Where is he at? Where, where, where the fuck is Dick at? He's got a show tonight. Ooh, look at him. He Justin pops in Trudeau. every once in a while. Justin Trudeau up there is fucking causing a lot of issues, so he needs to be careful up there. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, he's following suit, man. Whatever Biden does, Trudeau's like, yeah, me too. I guess pissing off all the fucking truckers. Yeah, the Freedom Convoy is a whole bunch of bullshit, and I'm so over it. <laughs> But I'm in Alberta where we're blocking the Coots border. We started that. So it was us that were the domestic terrorists first. So Alberta. Yeah, look at you. All right. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a good time. They, the McDonald's doesn't have any chicken nuggets. It's, it's, uh, yeah. What? They're gross. I don't know. The man. truck that brought the chicken nuggets got stopped at the border and now McDonald's has no chicken nuggets. And it's like a big deal, apparently. How many chicken nuggets do you think were on that truck? Tens of thousands of chicken nuggets. Jeez. did you guys already start that i interrupt you guys' fucking story already you can just catch catch boone up while those off doing whatever all right so a little girl went missing she was nine years oh, old no. and everyone was like oh my god she was abducted and then a couple days later um investigators started asking neighbors what was going on and they talked to like her friend who was the last person apparently to see her live and she was like, no, I don't think it was me because I saw my older sister who's 15 and she had blood on her pants. So like even the six year old thought it was weird that her, you know, I get, I get where the, the period, the period talk started then. Yeah. 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 So she's like, I'm on my period. Don't tell anyone. Gotcha. Blah, blah, blah. All right. But like that was even weird to a six year old. Very weird. Very, very sus. Okay. Red is sus. Okay. <laughs> Red is sus. Ah, <laughs> uh, go on. Okay, so investigators are uh, searching around the home. They noticed that a hole was dug outside of the residence. And this wasn't just any hole like the one you'd drop a sapling in, but a very large hole shaped like a grave covered in leaves. How, how big could it have been? She was nine. It was like six feet tall. That is six feet excessive long, you know. work smarter, not harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
And, you know, all that work kind of went to nowhere because there was nothing in the hole. It was just covered she's in just leaves. To, she's like, how fucking tall is this kid again? She had to go check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually like three and a half feet. So much um, digging. Why? My goodness. We'll find right. out later. Extremely curious at this point. Detectives also discovered the rather odd online persona of Alyssa Bustamante. So good. Bustamante. My name is Amigo. <laughs> My name is Amigo Bustamante. My name is Don Dennis Bustamante. Don Dennis Bustamante. Like, I expect that last name to be in prison. I expect it to be in a telenovela. Should be like a Sopranos episode. And then they met Victor Bustamante. This is my lover. (laughs) So she uploaded YouTube videos of herself basically torturing her little brothers and enjoyed causing harm to others. The 15-year-old? The 15-year-old. Yeah. This was extremely clear because in her social media bios, she claimed that her hobbies included, quote, cutting and quote killing people oh. so she was like super edgy at 15 oh yeah she was being dramatic so edgy so with this information detectives get a warrant to search inside the property of Alyssa's grandparents home this is where a journal was found in Alyssa's room tons of disturbing stuff was in there but there was a large portion of an entry from the night Elizabeth went missing that was scribbled out in ink that they focused on most. Now it doesn't take a genius to know that there are simple ways of uh, quote decoding ink that's been scratched out with ink. So the entry read, I just fucking killed someone. I strangled them and slit their throat and stabbed them. And now they're dead. I don't know how to feel ATM at the moment. It was amazing as soon as you get over the oh my god i can't do this feeling it's pretty enjoyable i'm kind of nervous and shaky right now though okay i gotta go to church now lol what the fuck you posted that on social media no that was her in her diary she wrote that in a journal oh okay and just scratched it out with ink dumb bitch Shouldn't burn it. Shouldn't rip it up. Rookie. And yet she didn't burst into flames. Yeah. Riddle me that, Christianity. Jesus. Yeah. Riddle me that, (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) How come as a gay I could walk into a church and burst into flames, but this bitch murdered someone. She goes, dear diary. And then starts to write her feelings about how she feels about it, basically getting a little uh, female boner over it and can still walk into church and get on her knees. In whatever sense she feels like it. Mm-hmm. Fucking rigged, rigged. <laughs> so the investigation now shifts from a possible child abduction to possible homicide. And Alyssa Bustamante became the prime person of interest. Yeah, but I'm sure everyone was like, nah, it's just a kid. It's just a teenage girl, whatever. She's just saying shit. Don't underestimate them. Teenagers fucked up. But her parents weren't taking it seriously. Teenagers scare all living shit out of me. A girl that lasts as long as someone will bleed. So dark in your clothes. Anyway, sorry. I love that song. (laughs) All right. So detectives called Alyssa and her grandmother in for an interview for further information. And they did agree. Yeah, they're probably like, get her the fuck out of my house. She is terrifying. Yeah. 
All right, this is not doing much for the keep your child's privacy, you know, like I feel like I need to check my kids' diaries for murderous. Especially Gabe. Especially Gabe. I've never met him, like, but he's got so much fucking empathy. He, like, I, and I love you, Gabe, but I reckon he's going to be one of those dudes that cries after sex when he's older. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> I'm really glad that this is permanently immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> he's just extreme. Because, like, at school they did this thing and they made a big heart and then they had to pick a colour that represented an emotion that they were feeling right in the moment. And I shit you not. This kid comes home and he's got this rainbow heart of every colour. And every other kid just picked a colour because that's what they were feeling in the moment. And Gabe goes, I had to colour it all because I was feeling all of the feelings. Yeah, we know. We live with This is what having gay parents does to children, Bo. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If he's lacking no role models. I've read the bulletin board at the local church. This is your fault. Hey, look, it is what it is. Pray the gay away, Bo. Pray the gay away. But yeah, blame the gays. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had nothing to say. I thought it was blame Canada. Blame Canada. What the fuck did we do? Blame Canada. Like I don't know. South Park said with it. their stupid little faces and their bitty little eyes. <laughs> that song. Sorry, keep going. It's a song. You can say. I've, I've heard. I've it. heard the song. You said Gabe's going to follow be a- the only road. The only road in Canada. There's only one road. Are you chewing on a freaking yeah. knife? Is that is that where it's gone too far? Like that's where I've got. All right, I'll put it away. It's no, I'm pretty sure when Tally said the N word. I agree. And I don't want actually what she said to be in the original post. I just want us to keep referencing her saying the N-word and everybody be like. <gasps> <laughs> I'd rather not because I'm actually not the racist no, you're in not. the room. I never said that. And she never said that. She just said you said the N-word. Richard's not here. We have to pick the next most racist one. Wouldn't probably. that be useless? <laughs> I put the beard on. What do you want from me? <laughs> Ooh, all right. It's getting spicy. <clears throat> Hey, can I ask you kind of a rude question? Well, that is why we're here. This is Impolite Society, the podcast that explores the topics you've been told not to talk about in polite society. There is so much stuff your mom told you never to discuss in mixed company, like sex, money, poop, death, all of the stuff that makes the guests at your boss's dinner party start to eyeball that exit. Like, how much do you weigh? Why don't men want to go down on women? Why can't I poop on vacation? <laughs> and why is my naked body a crime? But if you're the kind of person who's curious about the things that make other people uncomfortable, you are not alone. Rude questions deserve rude answers. Impolite Society takes a deeper look into these taboos by digging into the history, science, and sociology behind the topics you do not want in your browser history. You can find Impolite Society wherever you get your podcasts, so subscribe and join us every other Monday as we tackle the tactless taboo topics you cannot discuss in Polite Society. Stay curious, our fellow deviants, and keep marching to the beat of your own drum. All right, so she goes with the detectives and they begin by asking Alyssa to walk them through her day on October 21st. (laughs) 
It was uh, the first day of my cycle. And Alyssa said she woke up, got ready, went to school, and she was there all day. She then rode the bus home and hung out at her grandparents' house for a while, then decided to take a walk around 4.30 or 5 that afternoon. Uh, She said she was just walking around behind her house by herself. Um, She said her grandma asked her to take her little sister Emma with her, but she, uh, quote, ditched her because she's annoying. So grandparents are home. Did they did they corroborate the times she left and stuff? I imagine they would because they probably wanted her to take the little sister with her so that they could fuck. And they're a little bit bitter about it. And did you say grandparents? She lives with her grandparents. Her parents I think are I, not. I think I, I think I did say grandparents. Okay. Okay. Wrinkly, okay, okay. old ball slapping sex. Yes. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Just clarify. Yeah. So like while, while um, Alyssa's being interviewed, her grandma is sitting like across the room. Just if you're a minor, you know, you have to be like somebody else has to say it's okay for you. Do we know how old her grandparents are? Like, are they retired? Are they working? That I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing like uh, late sixties um, because Alyssa is a, is a product of a teen pregnancy. Her mom okay. was 15 when she had her. So, and she's been a, her mother is a drug addict and has been most of her life. So yeah, Alyssa's not not a very good big sister, <laughs> clearly. She goes on to say that she left for her Wednesday night church activities around 6.45. Um, and the activities go until 8.15 p.m. So pretty late into the evening. And once she arrived back home, there were police cars all over outside her home and the local area. And she learned that they were looking for Elizabeth. Alyssa said she went inside and settled in for the night. So like she didn't help look. Oh, my little sister's best friend. That sucks. Good night. Yeah. Yep. Better go write in my journal. I don't have a younger sibling, but I feel like I'd give a fuck, you know? I don't think I would. <laughs> I feel like it would traumatize my little sibling and that would be upsetting to me. So I'd want to help. I don't have a little sibling though. I have a bunch of older ones and they're all dickheads. So sure. <laughs> I guess I'd help. Why not? Are you the youngest? Uh, yeah, I am the youngest. Older sisters suck. So yeah, I, I get it. But I don't know if I'd go help someone that if someone's missing, I'm not going out to find them. So the interrogation starts getting intense when Alyssa is asked about the hole that was discovered outside of her home. She admitted that it was she who dug the hole because she, quote, just liked digging holes. she didn't holes. account for that in her itinerary of her day. She's still, she's, we're still oh, going okay. through it. I thought this was maybe like church hole digging group. Church hole digging group. <laughs> That'd be weird. That would yeah. be a little bit weird, but you also washed, or, like you washed each other's feet at Bible camp. So not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, that's true. Were there just a bunch of holes in her backyard? Like- she likes digging holes or is there just one big fucking six foot hole? She part dog. She's going out there and getting on her hands and knees and <laughs> fucking digging holes in her system from when you she know, was in the womb, burying a bone and digging it up and burying it somewhere else. It's a big bone. I, li- I like to dig holes. Like, okay, fucking weirdo. I That's- like to dig grave sized holes just everywhere. Maybe she wants to be a grave digger. <laughs> Bo wanted to fill vending machines. We don't get to judge our childhood dreams. Yeah, that's true. Bo wanted to fill vending (laughs) machines? Yeah, that was her childhood dream. Yeah. What does she do for a living? She is a district operations manager for McDonald's, I believe is what she does. She went the total opposite way with that one then. McDonald's, huh? We're back to McDonald's. She can't get you guys some chicken nuggets over there? Apparently not. 
Right. She said that they only use locally grown meat. That's not fucking locally grown. That's that's like fake shit. I know, right? I eat it all. I eat it all the time. <laughs> so good. Oh, the nuggets are the I only thing the I eat from McDonald's. Their burgers aren't good to me. The chicken nuggets are so good. They're so good. The chicken nuggets Wendy's. are good. Wendy's is cheaper <laughs> and they taste better. Yes, yes, I do enjoy Wendy's nuggets better. We have a Wendy's here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I heard that. How much for a Wendy, Wendy? <laughs> So also admitting she knows that seems weird, the digging hole thing, but it's something she just likes doing because there's nothing to do in the country where she lives. Investigators ask her to show them exactly where she went for her air quotes walk, at which point Alyssa's facade begins to fade. She starts stumbling on her words, using a lot of ums and likes, Mm -hmm. you know, basically crumbling under interrogation tactics. What 15 year old wouldn't. Tally fucking Broden, that's who. Sorry, Tally who? You were Tally Broden at 15. Oh, that's right. Okay. What was your like, what was your maiden name? Is it is Hall your married name? What was yeah. your maiden name? Broden. That's a cool last name. Sorry. I heard nuggets. I heard McDonald's. Anyway, and I'm back. All right. So little does Alyssa know, her boyfriend has already folded under the pressure and confessed that the day after Alyssa went missing, Alyssa told him that she killed her. Well, that was dumb. Why can't they ever just shut the fuck up? Keep your mouth shut. Thank you. She's 15. She can't keep her fucking mouth shut. She like wrote it in pen in her diary and then was like, oh shit. And then just like said, Meh. she can't keep her mouth shut. She can't keep her legs shut. She can't fucking do anything with her. To be fair, she did have one of those tiny little locks on it. So she thought it was oh, so yeah. <laughs> And she kept that tiny little key on like the necklace around her. Like, it's by my heart. Nobody can get it. You have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't find my secrets because I've got the generic key around my neck. Yeah. Because no, nobody can just mouth. like strong arm that shit open. Oh, jeez. Just shut the fuck up. Just kill people and then shut up about it. It's real simple. Keep your mouth shut. Just like Tally's been keeping Minnesota murder free for years and none of she us has been, been on her. eating those bodies. Eating for those bodies. The United States of America. Yeah, she is keeping the paranoia and the and the and the fear and anxiety down because she keeps her fucking mouth shut. She eats on a human steak and just goes about a merry day. I can't do shit about the police up here. I'm sorry. If you get arrested for fucking anything at all, anything, and even if you didn't do anything wrong, just shut the fuck up and go, that's it. I want a lawyer. That's it. Just, just shut the fuck up. Numero uno. I plead the fifth. Yeah, I agree. This boyfriend. I think his name is Dustin or something. Oh, shit. A Dustin? No, that's my boyfriend's name is Dustin. So I'm like, oh, no. Maybe it's the same Dustin. Yeah, maybe it's the same Dustin. No. Dustin, you can, like, Dustin is the type of guy who takes a BB gun and shoots cans off of the head of their little brother saying, trust me. I don't know. I've never met a Dustin that doesn't do that. Dustin Dingus. Dustin Dingus. Oh, I mean, if we get married, then he's going to take my last name. Yeah. So eventually. As Dingus. he should. That is a, that is D Dingus. I'm looking for a D, a Dingus, a D Dingus. Dr. D Dingus. <laughs> Wait, what's his middle name? What's his middle name? Aaron. Does he have so his initials would literally be dad. <laughs> I thought you said Aaron and I was like dead. Anyway. You guys say, <laughs> she did say Aaron. A A R O N. Yeah. Yeah. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. Anyway, it's Aaron. Aaron. It's Aaron. Aaron. It's Aaron. Aaron. Aaron's my daughter's name. So say Aaron, like Aaron. as in the girl's name, E R I N. They're both Aaron here. Aaron. 
Aaron. That's stupid. And you call it stupid. (laughs) You put your fingers in your vagina when you're on your period. (laughs) You shove them all the way up there. You can't say how to pronounce people's names when your name's Bo and you spell it B-A-U. It's B-A-U. That's how you spell Bo. It's B-A-U. It's that, that is from a Canadian from a Canadian. That's how you spell bow in French, okay. which is where it comes stuck. from. Boon with an French. A, an unnecessary A. Pardon my French, but someone's being anal about the way you say Aaron. So for the oh, all right, for the Americans there, say say Craig. What? Craig. Craig. Craigslist. Craig. Now what? say now say Greg. 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 Craig. Sounds exactly the same. Yes, it does. Greg. It's Craig and Greg. Yes. Craig. It is the same. Greg. And it's Bo and Bew. Listen. Craig, Greg. We don't have extra large tongues. You got a big tongue. Naturally, so. You pronounce your O's as I's. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's a symptom of Down syndrome. You go, night. Night. What? That's what no, in saying? Australian. Night. No. 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 Um, no. Yeah, what about? Am I not saying no? No. 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 You're not. Really? No. 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 Listen, Bew, you're losing this argument. Boonie. Bew. Have you taken? So, are you comfortable taking the e from other other words that need e's? Because I mean, the weekend could have something to. Sorry, the weekend could really use them. <laughs> <laughs> what it is what? only friday no not okay no, the artist the work next friday yes yes oh next friday the friday after next what yes Got sure. you. oh i said yes okay <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> okay where were we the boyfriend stated that she admitted to oh so he sold her out right under the bus all four wheels Damn. Well, wait, how many wheels are on a bus? Don't we learn this in kindergarten? Six. Wheels on the bus are six. There's how many wheels on the bus? No, they just go round and round. The- oh, okay. That's all, all right. go round and round. Not the number. Gotcha. Oh my god, how many wheels are on a bus? Six, we found out. <laughs> Four on a short bus, six on a long one. <laughs> Don't laugh. My boy is on the short bus. Well, now I can't laugh because you just said that. <laughs> I've been limited. God, I need to go look at the freedom of laughter has been erased. Okay, so her boyfriend was cleared of having any part of the horrific event and was not charged with accessory in exchange for his cooperation. Smart, very smart. At least Hmm. one of the 15-year-olds in this story have some brains. Eh, Well, I mean, one of them killed a guy, so. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, girl, lady, young lady. Should have seen the other guy. Police also questioned friends of Alyssa who told them that she was a depressed girl they described her as emo. So she had like the big old side bangs that she straightened. And, and the eyeliner. The eyeliner. And the black lips. Yes, let's go into detail. <laughs> what the fuck are you implying over there? Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> Madam? <laughs> it's not black. It's Black Widow. Okay. Um, and uh, the crushed velvet shirts yes and and they always put like a white a white beater over it so that like you know the layers the layers in the 2000s were fun oh yeah emo is not a choice it is a lifestyle and it is a movement and i still subscribe to that so yes right sorry chrissy's just walked through the door and she's yelling at someone probably you dude take your headphones off (laughs) 
not fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I believe emo is a lifestyle choice. It is, uh, um, it, once you're emo, you're always emo and it is wonderful and should never have gone away. I subscribe to this and yeah, I'm aligned. Okay. So this person just sounds cool. Well, where's your fucking yeah, eyeliner? Um, I'm going au natural for you guys. Thank you. Where's your chemical romance? <laughs> she was just oh, singing it. I was actually. Oh. It is a lifestyle and it's here. It's, it's not fashion. It's a lifestyle. Got it. It's not a phase, mom. Not a phase. Lesbian and emo for life. Oh, you're lesbian? Nice. Is that not obvious? No. Well, thank you for thank you for thank you for saying nice. That's very you probably just thought you were I a thought, dude. I thought, <laughs> to be fair when i went when i went <laughs> someone said uh just down there sir to me yesterday when i went to a, one of my appointments and i was like having a mask is not good for i thought you just would have seen the shaved side of the head and gone that's obviously a lesbian and also she i talked about how good vaginas are just letting you know yes i thought you were a lesbian i go to the doctor in a mask and he asks me if i've been sleeping well okay so she's emo she's got the hair she's got the wrist cuts she's got the wrist warmers she's got the studded belts she's got the tie she's got you know my type of skirts over jeans all sorts of stuff and the belt that does nothing yeah and a shirt over a tank top with then another shirt over it yeah she was a cutter um, and was hospitalized during a mental breakdown after the move to Missouri. Whoops. <laughs> Too deep. Can't put her, can't get her closer to hell. Alyssa was prescribed antidepressants and attended her church group activities often as a way to cope with stress and anxiety. I feel like there was a hot boy there. I feel like that was the only reason she went. It was Jesus. The hot boy was Jesus. Have you seen Jesus? Have you seen youth group leaders? Christy's husband was a youth group leader. What is that? I, you know what? I will say it right here, right now. Youth group leaders in churches are always hot and it is bullshit. No, it's not because Christy's ex-husband was a youth group leader for the church and he is not hot. I mean, he's not. Uh, like, yeah, but not he was like a full ugly. grown man. Yeah, but he's Australian. Yeah, the son ages them. But just... it's like the youth group ones that are like 17, 18. Have I hurt you, Tally? Like you are coming for me. I Holy just am finding these jokes and I don't usually say them out loud. <laughs> We're missing Richard. We need this. Just put the beard on. Boone is giving me courage. I have, I have Boone courage <laughs> to just talk. It's, it's usually me spewing this <laughs> shit out. I'm just listening now. So my spirit animal is here. Shit. I've been trying to think of this emo joke that I was heard in high school and I can't fucking remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I've been trying to fucking think. Of it. I don't remember what Boone's it is. Boone's like, I'm trying to think of this joke, but now all I can think is the word think. And every time I think of the word think, it just keeps getting bigger and larger. And then it blows up into a bunch of million little things. So now I'm fucked. That was a rant. Oh shit, Richard. It was something about emo pizza. Like emo pizza? I want some though. Did you hear about the new emo pizza that cuts itself or something like that? Oh, that's a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something well, like that. A finger up, like I have a counteract to that. All right, Richard, yeah. what do you got to say, buddy? Welcome out of nowhere. Oh, don't put me on the spot. Oh, sorry. I, uh, I'm a dribbler. I've never shot in my life. Um, Red wings. When I was younger, I could get a good stiff fuck up in my waistband for a good few minutes. Um, fuck the translucence. Napoleon. Exactly. Luigi. Did you just say waistband? That implies you're wearing pants. When I was younger. Oh. 
Well, now I'm an old man. In his prime. With two kids and a smoking hot. Yeah, but he also, doesn't he say, oh, don't you, Richard, don't you always tell us that you've got a tiny willy? I do, yeah, very small. Any other questions for Richard? I'll, I'll answer them all. How, right how small would you estimate just, it to be? Two oh, inches? I don't, two inches. I don't think that there is a, a, a measurement small enough yet in science. Oh, God. Macrons? Macrons. We talking flaccid or hard? Oh, hard. hard. What's hard? What? Hard. <laughs> what? All right. That's tiny. Right. Did you did you know I learned something yesterday, Richard, which might fascinate you? Mm-hmm. Um, I learned something that there is a cultural uh, psychological disorder called um, coro or coral or K O R O, which affects um, Southeast Southeast Asian men, um, where they believe one hundred and fifty percent that their sexual organs, their willies, are going to retract back into their bodies and kill them. So often. They only way that the anxiety subsides is for them to grab onto it to make sure it doesn't go back in often. And this is what it said, often with the assistance of family members. What? Ah, Incest is best. So, so yes, none of my family members have ever grabbed it, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Well, or anybody else for that matter. (laughs) Well, I mean, you got two kids, so three, two. I don't think they're mine. <laughs> oh my god um, anyway check out uh private dicks um available wherever you listen to podcasts take it rate you five stars or rate me five stars so she seemed happy on the outside this is Alyssa, but it was known she had a troubled childhood and acted out on occasion one friend told police that Alyssa once told her that she wondered what it would feel like to kill someone pretty ominous so this was deeply concerning to investigators and it was pretty clear to them who was responsible for Elizabeth's disappearance. Has no one ever thought that? I, I've thought that before. I've thought Definitely. that. Absolutely. I'm never going to act upon it. That's fucking weird, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't something I was discussing with my friends at 15. Yeah. Just like at school casually, you know. I definitely wasn't thinking it at 15, but it, yeah. Uh, I probably oh. was, but if I were to do it, I wouldn't write it in a fucking diary. Like, and you wouldn't have been talking to your friends about it. No, actually, that's a lie. I probably did think about it when I was 15, but I'd never act on it. I'm the same as you, Boone. I think most of us would never act on it, but uh, there's some psychos out there. What, what I'm saying is you said that it was concerning and prompted them to look further because she said that she thought about what it was like to kill someone and i was like well haven't we all at one point or another? well they think it's concerning because now uh, there's a missing girl you know if there hadn't been a missing girl then they probably wouldn't have looked into it as hard or thought yeah. that detail meant much maybe but it meant a whole heap in this one fair enough i was just trying to de-escalate the situation and bring it back on track so i don't make you angry and yell at me again <laughs> it's just gonna get worse from here the story not me yelling my god <laughs> Uh, So back to the interrogation with Alyssa, detectives ask her what she thinks could have happened to missing Elizabeth. Uh, Melissa responded that she thinks someone may have kidnapped her because she was a kid who followed rules, so she wouldn't have run away. Oh, yeah. Good one. Innocent people, you're usually like, I have no idea. Wouldn't have a clue. So finally, they revealed to her that they have police searching her home at the very at that very moment and that her journal is in their possession oh she'd be fine she wouldn't be worried she wouldn't be worried because i had a tiny little lock on it she had the key it's fine and she scratched out everything she needed to 100 percent. Alyssa is visibly uncomfortable the lead detective used the technique where they like go silent for a while 
because people usually start talking to avoid awkward silences. Uh, However, this didn't really work on Alyssa um, because she was frozen in fear at this point because she knew that she was like caught red-handed basically um and her grandmother was sitting right across the room yeah probably not gonna like admit to murder with my grandmother sitting across from me you know that is the exact time i would do it but my grandmother's dead so that'd be weird did you murder her (laughs) cops are interrogating you and you start seeing your dead grandmother sitting across from you and you're like frozen in fear because now you're seeing ghosts in the fucking police station you know that that's a totally different experience yeah well if i was gonna admit i was murdered anyone it'd be in front of my grandma because she's already dead right so it'll just never happen well i suppose the if i if one of my relatives i had to admit that i'd murdered someone i reckon my grandma's gonna die first so i'd pick her because she's more like likely to be less impacted by it for a shorter period of time. I'm just being kind. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, because I've learned so much from this podcast, I would not tell anyone. We know. <laughs> the ticket. Shut the fuck up. Also, though, you write, you, I don't know, because there's a lot that comes out of your mouth that like is unexpected. So I don't know. I reckon you'd have a few beers, get a bit flighty, and you reckon I reckon you'd be like, I fucking killed someone, I'll kill you too. Nope. Or you'd say, oh. I can remain calm under pressure. Usually. I can't wait to say it. Why would you want to put me in that position? <laughs> but what with what? Not missionary or anything, but like tell me more why would you want me under pressure shouldn't you want me to like have an easy breezy beautiful wonderful life no because pressure makes diamonds i've got it on a poster of of seawood driftwood etched somewhere to bring out my inspiration continue telling the best of gems are found in mountains and rocks i don't know i made that up (laughs) all right so you remember that scribbled out journal entry now we know the 15 year olds are usually pretty dumb And they do really dumb stuff. But the detective had to, like, actively explain to Alyssa how it works. What murder? Uh, Finding decrypt or hidden messages that have been scribbled out on paper. They're like, listen, there's a handful of ways we could have done it. We can hold it up to a light, you know, can pretty much decipher the words right from it. Or you can scribble a piece of paper on top of the pen and then decipher it that way. Alyssa remains silent for a little while longer until the detective asks her if she planned this or if it was an accident. So Alyssa immediately immediately replied it was an accident. Alyssa claimed Elizabeth was just standing in the woods by herself, which topping this off, we already know that it's been told by Alyssa's or sorry, Elizabeth's mother and friends that she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't be out in the woods. So Alyssa asked her to hang out when she fell and hit her head on a rock and died. So she burned her body. What? But didn't the journal entry say something very different? Oh, yeah. So she's a liar. I don't think we can trust her. Good observation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. (laughs) So obviously we know that the detectives know that's a lie and pushed on for the real information. She was asked when she dug that hole. She said she had dug it five days before the murder, giving evidence that it was a premeditated murder. It could be for anything. Yes, she does use the excuse that she uses it for dead animals that she finds on the highway. She didn't even need to use it for the word dead. She could have said I had a a large tree that I needed to find a home for. Like, she's not thinking straight. She's 15. Yeah. Well, she was smart enough to kill someone, so... You don't have to be smart to commit murder. Okay. (laughs) Who's the real psycho here? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that. (laughs) 
Uh, we do successfully have to be smart to commit murder. Yes, but she is clearly not successful. Like in this point, she has not been successful. It's blown. It's done. She's not a smart murderer. She's 15. You can't expect her to be a smart murderer. Her brain's not like fully developed. She's all fucked up. I was all fucked up at 15. You're fucked up at 15. Just are. Just how that goes. Mm. You can't be a successful serial killer at 15. Ooh. You think she would have been a potential serial killer if she wasn't caught? I mean, maybe. No. No? I don't. Come on. She premeditated five days before a a hole. I reckon she would have been pretty successful if she'd been somewhere like Minnesota where they don't find out about it. I think she may have fucked up with the, like, covering it up with leaves. That that might have been the fucked up part. Why would you cover it up with leaves? And not start with a high risk victim. That's how you end up a successful serial killer. You practice on people that nobody cares about. Yeah, that's true. Not nine year old girls who are expected home at a certain time. Right. 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 Leaves. (laughs) If she had killed a full grown man, I would be very impressed. Yeah. No one would have suspected her, especially a transient man. Like if she just found a, a bushman somewhere and then just offed him. No one would be going, oh, do you know what? I reckon it was a 15-year-old girl who dug a hole. Right. What's the weirdest What's the weirdest thing you did at 15? I'm, I'm not telling that in a recorded session. Oh, come on. <laughs> nah, I'm going to the grave <laughs> with that one. Oh, my God. I'm honestly trying to think. What's the weirdest What's the weirdest thing you thought about doing when you, as like a teenager, a young teenager? I was probably thinking like, can I go jerk off in the woods? Like, <laughs> what can I get? What can I get away with here? Like weird things like that. I've never thought about fucking murder. No, you're weird. I never thought about murder. No, never. I'd run around in graveyards and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure okay. I was the reason our local like graveyard is haunted. There's nothing actually out there. It was just yeah. me screaming in the woods nearby. <laughs> I'm 33 and I just went ghost hunting last weekend. So that's fucking weird. Imagine what I was doing at 15. Yeah. <laughs> fucking knows. Yes. Go something. Uh, so to move the confession along, detectives detectives asked if Alyssa slit her throat, to which she quietly replied, yes. With her grandmother right there. Yeah. At this point, her grandmother loses her freaking shit and starts crying and screaming and wailing in the hallway. So it was a super dramatic moment, however necessary to get this girl to finally tell the truth about how psycho she really is. Finally, she confessed it all. She said she stabbed her twice in the chest with a kitchen knife, strangled her, and slit her throat. Strangled her with what? Her 15-year-old hands? Her 15-year-old hands. She can't be that strong. Yeah. Uh, The kid's a nine-year-old. Their necks are still pretty pliable. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think Dustin had a lot to do with this. (laughs) I don't trust that motherfucker. Hi! Did they ever find her body? Oh, we'll get there. Um... That will depend on what I think about the strangling. Okay. So Alyssa wasn't able to answer the question as to why she did what she did. She just decided to kill her little neighbor girl. Wonderful. Just just great. Yeah. Uh, it was then the information came out that Alyssa actually had dug two holes. What? What Did she cut her in half? One for the top half, one for the bottom? There was nothing in the first hole. It was empty. Oh, okay. Was that for herself or for someone else? Was, is she going to take out Dustin because he's a witness and was there? No, she just likes digging holes. Oh, I mean, me too. I love digging holes. <laughs> a lot of people speculate, even her grandparents speculate that she had actually planned to kill her two brothers. Oh. 
considering right. the YouTube channel and the social media posts uh, right. often spoke about hurting them and enjoying it. It's a good way to become prime suspect. Fuck. Alyssa eventually led police to the second hole she dug and placed the body of nine-year-old Elizabeth Olton in. So that was on her grandparents' property. Yeah, within a 60-acre radius. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so like, you know, you guys were like, she wasn't going to be a successful serial killer. However, they didn't find the body the whole two days they were looking for her. It had to be the, the killer that showed them where the victim lied. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, if you've killed your first person and you've been caught, are you really ever going to be a successful serial killer? <laughs> no, not at 15. No. Hang on. How much could you get for? Oh, she's a juvie. Okay, no, she's learned the system. Maybe this, when she gets out of prison, she could become a very good serial. That's terrifying. Already. Um, so Alyssa was charged as an adult uh, with first degree murder and pleaded not guilty on December 9th, 2009, due to the confession being thrown out of evidence. Okay, why? Okay, so there was two detectives in the room and one was supposed to be acting as the juvenile advocate where the other one was like the detective leading the questions. Is it because grandma was wailing too loud and the recording couldn't be heard over grandma's cries? <laughs> no, this actually happened way before that. Oh. So this detective broke her role by inserting herself in the line of questioning when she stated, we have dealt with a lot of kids. It's nothing we haven't seen before. We just need you to be honest. And this was when they were presenting the evidence mm. that they had stacking against Alyssa that this person said Yo. that. So this would be ruled as deceptive tactics in the eyes of the law as the detective was to observe the questioning and adhere to Alyssa's rights, not push her to confess. Oh, God, because she was trying to do the right thing. Fucking hell. So they just threw out the confession, though, right? I mean, they still have other evidence that she did it. She led them to the body like they... They still have a lot of other things. And you have the autopsy report, right? So, like, you're about to tell us what the body looked like. Uh, I don't have the autopsy report, but she was stabbed eight times, not twice, like Alyssa said. Wow. That means aggression. Yeah. And then strangled and then throat slit and buried. God, she's real angry. Because isn't strangling like a power anger thing as well? Fuck. Aren't most emo chicks angry all the time, though? Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but also, lesbians are always angry, too. So I'm just a ball of anger. Ugh. It comes out in... That sounds awful. That's very arousing. <laughs> Continue. While prosecutors were, you know, creating their case... It was a few years later in January of 2012, um, the day before her trial, Alyssa decided to plead guilty to second degree murder and armed criminal intent, which reduces her possible sentence. She was sentenced to 30 years in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder charge, Good. plus another 30 with the possibility of parole in 2044 for the intent of criminal harm. This should be 75. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why? Okay, so like she was sentenced to 30 years and doesn't have the possibility of parole for the murder charge, but has the possibility of parole for the criminal and uh, harm. So they're probably not being served at the same time. She's probably having to serve the 30 years without parole first. I was just about to say, is she serving it consecutively or concurrently? Because that's the difference. Um, I think consecutively. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be 60 years and she's eligible. Yep. Holy shit! Her whole life! Mm -hmm. Wow! 
Like she's going to get out at 75 if she doesn't get parole. At, at best, 45 if she got parole right after her first sentence. Mm-hmm. This is... Sorry, I know this is an American case, but I don't fully understand. You can be, like, in America, not you specifically, sorry. In America, the justice system can basically sentence a person to however long they want, correct? Like, in Canada, we have a limit. If you're sentenced to life, you're sentenced to natural life, which is 25 years. You can be sentenced to 106 years, yeah. And have to serve, in theory, that full 106 years. Yeah, Yeah, that's different up here, so... Yeah, they're just getting ready for when we become cyborgs and heads in glass jars like and we've got an unlimited life they're just getting ready for that so in the future when someone who has an unlimited lifespan gets charged to 110 years that's only like 10 percent of their existence so they're just they're just ahead of the curve what are they going to do they're just going to like put their microchip in like a virtual reality prison why not Ready, player one. Oh, fuck, that's good. I'm ready. And I am player one. Okay, so along with this sentence, she is also ordered to explain to the court what, how, and why she did what she did to Elizabeth. Well, Alyssa described this. That's like, that just seems weird to me. Like, you're going to go to, you're going to go to spend the rest of your life in prison, but also we want you to explain to the court why you did it. That just seems unusual. Yeah. Not really. It'll come into, it'll come into play when they consider her parole. If. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So while... Alyssa describes this horrific story of her senseless act of violence. She remained calm and apologized to the Alton family saying, quote, I know words can never adequately describe how sorry I am for what I did to Elizabeth. If I could give my life to bring her back, I would. I am so sorry. No, you wouldn't. No, you're going to go in there and take over the women's prison, work your way up to the top, kick a bitch. You're going to be fine. So this was the first and only time Melissa ever cried or showed any emotion during her trial. All appeals for retrials have been denied to this day. Good. Get fucked, bitch. She probably is. Yeah, she's probably getting fucked all the time. 15-year-old bitch who killed someone. I feel like the other woman would be scared of her. I'd be like, you killed a kid. Fuck you. You're a child killer, therefore we do not take kindly to you. Like if 15 nine-year-olds are the only ones you have power over, ooh. Yeah, that's the case. She's a nut job. She's low-key hot right now, I think. <laughs> ah, sorry. Goddamn, girl. All right. She's looking good. Yeah, she's kind of hot. She's kind of hot. She doesn't change the yeah. bangs, though. Yeah, like, come on. Grow them out. <laughs> I've been trying to find... I've been trying to find a picture of her the whole time. I thought you were going to say, I've been trying to fuck. Like, you're sending her letters. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> like, I really don't agree with the child murdering, but hey, what's up? How are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You up? I'm single. I'm ready <laughs> to mingle. Goddamn, girl. Get ass, though. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. More hot girls in the sea. In prison. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking there are more hot girls in prison to choose from, but you know, I'm sure there are a lot of hot girls in prison. Probably, <laughs> there's probably a lot of hot girls that should be in prison. Yes, if they don't go to prison, like Casey Anthony, hot as fuck because but, they're fucking attractive. You know, yeah, he uh, needs to be in prison. I don't know about that man. Those eyes. Yeah, Who looks at her eyes. That's true. Like Jodi Arias, I've never looked at her eyes. Have I seen straight through her butthole into her like rib cage? I absolutely have, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you what she looks like. Butthole is just a funny word. It's gonna make me laugh every time. <laughs> butthole, it's a good one. <laughs> Top five words of all time for sure. Butthole. So yeah, man, those pleadials they give out in prison. So like in America, I guess like ninety eight percent of cases are pleaded out. You know, so they don't. Mm-hmm. actually go to trial so i'm glad that 
she actually had to like tell the story of what happened just to give the family closure but it didn't seem like she really cared so that's disappointing like she's always gonna be a fucking psycho kind of felt like she only cared about herself crying in court it's like oh you you only care about you which is probably why she took that deal is because she only cared about her and didn't want the life sentence for first degree which i mean I honestly don't know, but she was uh, charged, tried, and convicted as an adult, so she probably could have gotten the death penalty. They probably wouldn't have given her the death penalty, but they would have given her life for sure. Yeah. She would have never gotten out. Yep. She, I don't think she's gonna, I think she got life, honestly. If she spends 60 years there, she probably wasn't sentenced until a couple years after the crime, right? She'll be in her... 70s and i don't imagine the health care is all that good in prison i can't imagine no. her so situation not- is good being a child killer herself you know what i mean like even if you're a child and you're a child killer you're still treated in the prison system the same way like the hierarchy yep. remains the same yep. so she's probably not treated super well she probably doesn't have a whole lot of friends but she didn't outside of cement and iron either i think it depends I think there would be women in there with teenage daughters that would just sort of inherently mother her. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Um, Her father is in prison. So maybe they like get to hang out and stuff in the courtyard. (laughs) That's nice. A family reunion. Yeah. He beat the fuck out of a man who survived. So that explains a lot. Well, I mean, he's not a convicted child killer, so he's better than his own daughter. And that's something. Should have been a convicted child killer for killing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Don't have kids if you can't prevent him from killing other kids. Hi. Well, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know about that. I feel like if your kids are going to kill kids, it's probably got nothing to do with you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical. Just search Unethical Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content, uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes. We are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out. Thanks again. We appreciate all of you.